and welcome to Dear Ashley, where, friendly reminder, we are uncertified and probably unqualified, but ready and willing to give you advice. I am joined today by my husband, Steve. What's up? Who is trying to convince me to break my anti-inflammation diet by ordering a pizza. I'm not. That is incorrect. That is... Parts of it are true. I want to order a pizza. I don't want you to break your diet. Right. You want to order a pizza and then expect me to have the strength not to eat that pizza. No. I just want to order a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) You've ordered a bunch of pizzas since I started this. A bunch of pizzas. Three and a half weeks ago. Sounds like I'm a Ninja Turtle. Well, you did say that you want their lair. So I think people understand that you are passionate about pizza. It's just Friday. It just screams. Just screams. Pizza yeah, Friday. Yeah, just order Shout the pizza. Out to Kelsey. I know. I know. But I've been doing- Yeah, and that's the problem. There's pictures all over my timeline of other people having Pizza Fridays, and I want to party. Yeah, I understand. But what if we had, like, salmon instead? <laughs> <laughs> that's good, Salmon's right? delicious. Don't get me wrong. But four times a week, it gets a little- it's not okay, how many. All right, then I'm going to make like a uh, – all right, I have an idea. Okay. All right, I'm going to make something unique this evening. Are you going to share it with nope, the class? I'm or? just going to – I want to make spicy salmon uh, rice rolls. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I saw a recipe for it on TikTok. I'm going to make it. Are you trying to Google to find the – No, I'm just putting it – I made a note. Okay. So I have it. Okay. I'm going to try it. All right, great. See you guys. That's marriage is all about compromise. I'll probably order pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Big shout out this week to our country of the week, Hungary. Oh, I didn't look up a fun fact. Oh, no. Oh, wow. What a segue going from Steve's (laughs) hungry for pizza to the country of Hungary. (laughs) Hungary. Are we, are we like pronouncing it wrong? Hungarians. How do you think we pronounce it? I don't know, man. It's spelled different than hungry. Yeah. <laughs> and debate. Hungary, Hungary. How do you? How do you? Hungary, Hungary. You think it's Glenn Hungary? Uh, Hungary, Hungary. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure it's Hungary. Okay. Uh, whoa. Here's some fun facts. Great. Let's read off three. Oh. Um, it is considered rude to clink your beer glasses in Hungary. According to the legend, when the 1848 Hungarian Revolution against the Habsburgs was defeated, 13 Hungarian generals were executed with Austrians clinking their beer glasses after each execution. Jeez. After this, Hungarians vowed not to cheer with beers for 150 years. That time has passed, but still a custom. Interesting. Intense. Not like... Super fun and lighthearted, no, but like no. interesting. The first foreign food restaurant in Hungary was McDonald's. I probably would have guessed that. Yeah, I should have done that as a trivia question too. Oh, McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and here's an, here's another one. There are cowboys in Hungary. Okay. Hungarians rode into Europe on horseback, and still today you can see the cowboys in the plains of Pusta. Pusta, P-U-S-Z-T-A, for anyone who thinks I just misspoke. <laughs> That's definitely one of the more unique facts about Hungary. Well, oh, there's a picture boys. of them. Oh, let's let's drop that Look on our Instagram. Look at those Instagram. unis. Whoa. 
That's I mean, not what I would have pictured. Before we celebrate it, we'll look into the past to make sure they're legit. Legit cowboys, not yeah, problematic cowboys. Problematic cowboys, yeah. you never know. But maybe if you're lucky, if... Whoa, here's another wild oh, one. Here you we can't go. name your child unless it's approved by the government. What? There's a list of pre-approved names that you can name your child. But if you want to name your child with a name that's not on the list, you have to submit an application. Do you think anyone has submitted an application for of Candle? For Candle? Yeah, that what? was a name you suggested last week. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> or iPhone. <laughs> iPhone or toaster. I remember that. I don't know. Um, Guys, if you want to potentially see non-problematic Hungarian cowboys, <clears throat> make sure you check out our Instagram account. It's Dear Ashley Pod. You can also join our subreddit, which is Dear Ashley Pod, or join the Discord, which they have renamed i believe but i don't remember what it is but you and i popped in there recently and it seems like a very fun place to hang out so go do some sleuthing and find out where you can join the discord and and go from there you don't have to sleuth well it, it's pretty obvious how you find it it's it? it's in katie's discord right and then it's in the sports question mark discord what i'm going to do with it is it's called sports audio universe oh they renamed it okay fun um I, I'm going to pop up from time to time okay, and drop little what? debates in there Gifts or of little bears? thoughts or a gif <laughs> of a bear and just sit back and watch. Fun. Yeah. That seems like a good time. I can't wait for that. Discord's wild. I, I like between Slack and text and WhatsApp and Teams and Discord and Gmail and Gchat and DMs. There's just too much. Well, I think- and I'm feeling like an old. Well- I think we, one, we are old, but I don't think Discord is intended to be like the heaviness work relatedness of all those other ones. Like that's just a place to go and like have fun, I think. But if I feel like it moves so fast, if you missed, if you like don't have a browser open or you don't check in it hourly, like you missed a bit and like you're playing catch up. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just an old. No, I don't know. I mean, we are old. Let's be honest about that at least. That's right. Speaking of being old. I don't have a segue here. I just want to get to the first question. <laughs> we're, you know, we're we're getting old, so let's hurry up and get to the first question. Hi, Ashley, Stephen, Austin. This is Jake uh, from Port Orchard, Washington. Hi. So my question is: uh, My best friend recently got engaged. Uh, the wedding set for uh, August of uh, this summer, uh, and he asked me to be be the best man, which is super cool. Uh, but the thing is, I'm 22 and I haven't been to a lot of weddings, so. My question for you guys, as people who, you know, are married, uh, or at least have, you know, been to some weddings, I would assume. Uh, so what is the best man duty that's, like, essential that I need to know? Or what is something that I can do to be the best, best man? Um, thank you, guys. I love the pod, uh, and I hope one day when I'm married, I can do something cool with my spouse, like on a podcast like you guys. Um, but, yeah, I look forward to hearing from you. Uh, and I don't know if it's still a thing, but I'll send pictures from the wedding uh, when I get them. Uh, thanks, guys. Yes. Jake, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your question so much. That was so sweet. I wish you could have seen my face and Steve's face when you said you want to do something cool with your spouse when you're married. It was very, very sweet. Um, Steve, I'm going to – no, you know what? I'm going to go first because yeah, I'm going to go take first. the obvious one, and then yeah. you can do the the – the snazzy ones. Snazzy. Uh, the snazzy. Like, I just have more insider info. Yeah. Well, I mean, the speech is the big one. Yeah, that's the speech. Yeah. yeah. 
That's yeah. the that's the most outward facing. Yeah. Um, I there's would, so many tips and there's so many things to say, but go. Yeah. You go first. Answer just, the question okay, first. Okay. Okay. Gosh. This Chill is out, so much Steve. pressure. It's okay, Steve. We all love you and we appreciate you. Uh, your speech is is huge. That's the thing everybody's going to see. Um, it's it, there's a lot of pressure on it for it to be funny. To be honest, in a way that like. Mm. Go ahead. Go. Ahead. go. <laughs> well, let's have a conversation. Not, let's not, have a conversation. Let's just not go your turn, my turn. Okay. It doesn't have to be funny. It has to be entertaining. Okay. Keep going. You have to You have to hold the audience. Don't try to th- – if you're not a funny person, sounds like you're great. I bet we could have some laughs. <laughs> you, you don't have to force in jokes because sometimes if you're not a funny person, it could be taken the wrong way. Okay. I Keep think going. that's a good – Entertainment. Entertainment. Entertaining speech. Um, is a big one. Are you going to dive more into? I was just going to yeah. gloss over speech and say make okay, it entertaining. Um, I think being what the groom needs you to be is going to kind of change depending on who the groom is. Like if he's somebody who's really nervous, being somebody being there to like help calm his nerves. If he's the kind of guy that needs to be distracted, you're there with like little games to do and activities because the day of the wedding is a lot less busy for um, men. If it's, you know, a male and female wedding because they're not getting hair and makeup done the entire time. So there's a lot of, downtime and you got to figure out what to do, but you got to make sure he's where he needs to be on time. That if you decide to pregame the wedding, he is not pregaming too hard. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, make the, the rings. Please don't lose the rings. Dude, you're the head coach of the day. Yeah. Like you, you have to prep the team and you can't make sure you got to make sure the team's brain is occupied and that they're not freelancing and doing shots of Jim beam in the corner by themselves. Yeah. Uh, and you can't let them like, yeah, you, that's a really good point. Be there when they need you and anticipate their, their needs and their moves. Yeah. You're, you're, you got to keep the train on the tracks. You can't be the drunkest person in the pregame. I think, I think the best man should be the soberest of all the groomsmen. I mean, you can, you can or the groom. decide what, what type of crew you're with. Yeah. Yeah. But someone's got to be the responsible one. And, and I feel that's like that should be man. the best man. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, don't stop that from you having fun, but but yeah, don't you're let just it go like off the rails. It, exactly quality control manager. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. great. I also think if there's any interaction with like an exchange of gifts between the two people getting married, um, you're kind of the point person there. You know, if you're bringing a letter or a present or whatever it is to the future spouse, like make sure you got that organized. Make sure you find the right window to do it. Yep. What else are we missing? Is that it? I, I mean, let me dive into the speech for one oh, more second. Oh, okay. Let's spend some more time on the speech. Uh, brevity is key. Don't want to go too long-winded, mm-hmm. especially for the entertaining part, because you're going to lose people. And there's probably going to be a speech before you or a speech after you. So you got to just just be, be quick. And people are waiting to eat. Memorable. People are hungry. <laughs> yeah. So I'm less concerned about how you guys met. And a story of like the first time you two met, like you and the best man, or the first time you met the groom's spouse, tell a story. Tell like a fun story that ultimately has a bit of comedy in it and some laughs, but ultimately ends on a sweet and soft and celebratory note. Yeah. I would Um, say if you can work in something about the spouse, like you don't want it to just be about you and the dude. 
it's I mean you and your friend like unless the story is like you guys met like uh, skydiving and he was your tandem partner and like hey you want to be buddies yeah but then you also that's what I'm saying you also want to say something about and then when this person came into his life I saw him change in this way or funny story about this person like you want it to to include both of them yep I think that's great one other thing if there is a bachelor party involved Mm -hmm. uh, do something that allows for a day of like a reset or like a you don't want to go zero to 60 if there is a lay by the pool day or a golf day or a chill at the house that you rent and play video games give yourself a breather bachelor parties are absurd sometimes there's there's pressure on them to be i feel like people always think you have to go so hard i've gotten older and as I've had more friends get married and as I've gone to a few more bachelor parties, they have been more chill and more fun. Yeah. The the lay around the house and gamble on football or the lay around the house and play beer pong and like not try to become the kings of Las Vegas or Atlantic City <laughs> or New Orleans. Uh, you're you're going to have more fun and be a little bit more relaxed. Yeah. Like building activities. Um, that's key. Also, make sure everyone eats. People forget to eat both batch party and the wedding. Make sure people get some carbs, some food. That's really smart. That's really, really You've got smart. a lot on your plate. Sorry, we spent a lot of time yeah, there. Yeah, I hope it's you're taking question. I hope you're taking notes, Jake. Good luck. luck. That's so send, exciting. Send pics and maybe even uh audio message or a video of your speech. Or if you want to practice your speech, send it to us. We'll we'll give you notes. That's true. We'll air it on the podcast so you get feedback from Yeah. <laughs> from maybe we the can zoom audience. him in and he can do it. <laughs> and we'll critique it. Thank you, Jake. We appreciate you. Next question. Hi, Ashley and Steve. My family and I just booked a vacation to the Outer Banks for September. Yes. I remember Ashley talking about the vacation you guys took there and was wondering if you had any advice on what to do, what you enjoyed most about being there, or what's not worth doing. There will be six of us going, three couples, and we are all of drinking age. We have a large Airbnb reserved that is right on the beach. Uh-huh. This email is a little different from your normal podcast email, so if you don't want to read this on the podcast, I won't be offended. Too late. You guys are <laughs> so great together and so fun to listen to. You write. Thanks, Mike. P.S. Steve, if you do read this on the podcast, I often struggle to read my own writing, so just know that it's my writing, not your reading. Hey, man, I think I did a pretty good job on that one. Mike, but that was really nice. appreciate the note, bro. <laughs> Uh, Mike, Can I come to the Outer Banks with you guys? Mike, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question. Steve, we are going to the Outer Banks in September. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> We're also going to be there. Um, the Outer Banks is – there's a lot of different places you can be. So I need to give you a disclaimer and say that the place that we have always gone is Corolla. There's a lot of different places. There's like Kitty Hawk and there's Duck and I'm not sure where exactly you're going, but some of this I think is specific to Corolla and some of it is kind of just Outer Banks in general. Um, One of our favorite things to do is go to the beach in the evening when it's a little bit cooler with a hoodie and eat pizza and drink beers on the beach. 
Or cheesesteaks. Dinner on the beach at night is so fun. Dinner on the beach is so great. It's so relaxing. It's not dark. It's just chilly enough that a hoodie is per- – like a hoodie and shorts is like perfect. Yeah. The- September is a fantastic time to go. It's such a good time. If you're staying in Corolla, Corolla pizza is awesome. Um, gosh, we ate there so frequently. Lighthouse bagels is really, really good. Lighthouse bagels. Duck is donuts legit. is really good. What else? If you're staying in Corolla area, you're like almost on an island. You're literally on an island. <laughs> but like you're it's so remote, it feels so good if you're just unplugging and chilling on the beach all day. Yeah. I'm not really a beach guy. I'm afraid of the ocean at times. Uh, I believe that is the shark's home. It is not my home. Okay. Uh but that beach is one of my favorites. You just chill, it's open, it's relaxing. You can take days where you do nothing and you take a chair and a cooler out there at nine, pack back up at six, get dressed, like go out to dinner or bake dinner at home and just spend a full day chilling down there. We've done like go up to Lighthouse, you've rent a, a boat, we've rented jet skis, gone fishing, crabbing. Crabbing's a big <laughs> one, yeah, yes. Something you can do. But I, my favorite thing about the Outer Banks is how like absurdly remote it is and yeah. feels like you're away from everything. So like putting down the phone and sitting on the beach for a day. Uh, although last time we were there, I took work calls from it, but uh, it's good for that too. Yeah. Oh, also. Okay. So even if you're not in Corolla, if you drive up to Corolla above it, north of it um, is an area called the Northern beaches. And you can only drive there if you have a four by four capable vehicle. So if you don't yeah, have fun. one, I would recommend um, renting one. And that is that is just an even more remote. There is nobody there. You just drive on the beach in your truck or Jeep or whatever it is until you find a spot you like and you park. And then people will park, you know, 30, 50 yards away from each other. And everyone just kind of has their own space. And there's some houses, but they're real far back. You, A lot of the wild horses are up that way. And it's just a super cool experience. I would say grab boogie boards if you don't have them. Boogie boarding is really fun. There's dolphins that you can see when they swim by. Um, you, we mentioned crabbing. Crabbing is a blast. You go to a pier or a bridge somewhere and you take a piece of string and you put chicken on a hook and you drop it in the water of the sound and try to catch crabs with a net. Yeah, that's fine. And it is such a blast. Um, the seafood is obviously fantastic. If you can find some of like the local little stalls, they're great. I would eat a ton of seafood while you're there and really just completely chill. Like any outdoor games like cornhole or, you know, ladders or whatever it is, just relax and completely unwind. It's a very, very chill vibe. Just know that the traffic stinks depending on when, what day you're driving. And once you get through it, then you can just completely unload. Oh, and when you go to the grocery store, buy Capri Suns because Capri Suns on the beach are so good. (laughs) They're uh, so good. I mean, that's another note. Across from the grocery store, or before you get to the grocery store in Corolla, there's a drive-through. Uh, brew-through. Brew-through store. Yeah. That, that's where you want to get your beer. That's right. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. I hope you that's have a so blast. That's so weird. Real quick. S, if someone were to say, Steve, describe why you like the Outer Banks, I don't think I'd be able to know why. I think it's because it feels so remote. Yeah. And it feels like you're just not all your responsibilities. Yeah. 
It's a windows down. Like there's shoes optional. I've been to other beaches Mm -hmm. and I love other beaches. Sorry, I hit the mic. I'm moving. I know Uh, you're always moving. moving. Steepy moving. It's <laughs> uh, really interesting question. I would. I don't know. Like, if it was like, quick top three reasons why you like the Outer Banks. I'm like, ah, the road you drive in on feels remote. Like, I don't know. Yes, yeah. it's, it's just an awesome place. Thank you, Mike. Have fun. <laughs> Let us know when you're going. Next. Thanks for yeah. Thanks for the shout out about my reading struggles. <laughs> Next question. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hi, it's Taylor from Maine. Uh, I'll just call in with a question. How uh, do you know when it's time to have kids? Oh. Um, my partner and I are, are thinking about it. We're definitely not super young, but we, we have time still before it's maybe impossible to. Um, but just just want to know how, how you guys knew or, or how, how you know when it's right to have kids. Okay, thanks. Love you, Mina. Bye. Taylor, (laughs) I appreciate you. (laughs) I appreciate your question. Steve literally leaned forward into the microphone and had his hand up. He's ready to go. Steve. Are you sick and tired of having freedom? (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Or are you just bored with sleeping in to whatever time you want and doing whatever you do? (laughs) And yes, now's the time for kids. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. A little bit. We're so, this is a, this is a tricky time for us. We're going through a phase uh, with our son who is, you know, having some developments and is. We don't have to get into that. We don't have. what his question is. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to get into it. I'm just saying that there are times when your kids are super adorable and easy and you're like, this is great. Let's have five. And there are other times you're like, why did I do this? And like, we're kind of in the latter one right now. So, you know, we're going to bring a little bit of a biased answer as Steve has already done. But I think honestly, the real answer is you don't know. Um, It's different for everybody. And you it's you could try to set up your life to be as completely ready as possible and then something drastic can change that's out of your control and now everything has has crumbled and you're like oh well, should i now should i not it's there's pros to having them to having children when you're younger there's pros to having children when you're older you're more set in your career you have more money you're you have less does you have had time to go travel and all that stuff um i will also say Sometimes it takes longer to get pregnant than you think. Um, so I, as far as when we knew we were ready, I, I don't really know that there was a definitive moment. We, people did start asking us on the literal day of our wedding, oh, so when are you guys going to have kids? We're like, all right, let's pump the brakes a little yeah, bit. Sure. We're, I'm still in my wedding dress. Like, we'll get there when we get there. Okay. No one, this is, I'd say this is PG 13, but like our moms listen to the podcast. <laughs> Anyways, sorry guys. We could cut that out. Why don't we just bleep it? Why don't we try to find a fun thing, people, to guess what I said? Gross. <laughs> just bleep it. No, thanks. Um, anyways, so uh, we, how long did we wait? Five years after we got married? 2012. 
August 2012, and then he was born 2017 in January. But, I mean, that's four Four and a half. And then I was pregnant for nine of those months. So, it's. I mean, it's it's really up to you guys. Um, We did. I lost a lot of sleep wondering whether or not I was ready, whether or not I even wanted to have kids. What would my life be like? What would my identity look like? It's a lot. It is a complete um, reprioritization of your time, your energy, your values, all of a sudden you're in charge of a human life and not just, you know, keeping a child alive, but raising a, a good kid who's going to grow up and be a good adult. And that is a lot of pressure. And no matter how much research you do, you, there's no, you're never ready. No one teaches you how to be a parent. It's all figuring it out as you go and asking for advice and reading as much as you can. But so much of it is just flying by the seat of your pants. Um, it's, it's an adventure. I I'd say, and it's not for everybody. Um, I will say that my highest highs have come from having a child in my life, but also my lowest lows have as well. It's a roller coaster, um, but if you think that's something like you want to sign up for, then start trying. You don't know how long it's going to take. You know what I mean? Yeah, smart advice. I don't think you ever know. I think it's an unanswerable question. I don't think. Like, yeah. I was like, at this time, know it immediately. Just it depends on each person and your situation. Yeah. Because you may I, think you know, and then something could change. Yeah. And there are a lot of people who. Um, get pregnant as a surprise and they're like it I never would have surprise right surprise I never would have thought I wanted that and all of a sudden this is now the best thing in my life it's it's going to be different than what you can plan for um but if you think you want it then yeah. you know pull the trigger give and let's see yeah. yeah give it the old heave-ho. I'm sorry the old you said pull the trigger I was to say pull the goalie Oh my gosh, you're still going. Okay. Wow. Is Thank there... you for the question. I'm sorry. I don't mean to dismiss it, but it's really like... An unanswerable question. I think that's fair. There's not going to be like a, a flash of lightning and a light bulb that goes off over your head and angels sing and birds chirp that say, okay, now it's time. It's just, that's right. It's just kind of... All right, let's go for it. Pull the, pull the goalie, as my <laughs> husband says. Best of luck. Best of luck. Next question. Dear Ashley, since you've adjusted your diet, I've noticed you've been drinking less, which is all good, but there has been an open bottle of wine in our fridge for several weeks, and I want to know if I can throw it away. (laughs) Love your clean freak husband, Steve. Steve, I appreciate you, and I appreciate your question, and I am sorry. Yes, you may dump the wine. Good. But also, I have a promising lead. We have a new sponsor called Usual Wines. Nice. And they have a product that feels like it's tailored kind of specifically for me. They make low-carb wine with zero grams of sugar in a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white. But the thing is, it is bottled for a single serving, like a friendly, heavy-handed bartender kind of serving. So basically a glass and a half. So if you don't want to drink an entire bottle in one sitting, it's the perfect amount. And then you don't have to worry about your bottle sitting in the fridge and getting stale. Yeah. 
This sounds like it's good for me, Which too. Which is also good for you. I will be drinking these. Plus, I know how you love a little spritzer in the summer. Yeah. They also have usual spritz. With a little spritz. A, a usual spritz, which is only 83 calories. Nice. And it's sparkling wine and guava juice. So kind of like a grown-up White Claw. And you can find all this stuff at www.usualwines.com. If you use our discount code, Dear Ashley, you get $8 off your first order. That's www.usualwines.com <laughs> with the discount code, Dear Ashley. I can't wait to be sipping one of these on our back porch. Cheers. Next question. Dear Ashley, love the pod and can't wait to follow your journey at JWS. We didn't talk about that at all. Oh, I, we haven't gotten to Happies and Crappies okay. yet. Okay. If you get $1, if you could, I read this one wrong. If Keep all that in. If you could get $1 every time Steve said a specific phrase that bugs you, what phrase would you choose? To Sam the question, my boyfriend always says, whatever you think is best, and it drives me crazy. I'd be rich if I actually got $1. Every time he said that. Love you, mean it. Megan from Canada. Megan, I appreciate you. And I appreciate your question. Calm down. It's not even close. <laughs> not you. No. That's the phrase that Steve <laughs> says to me that infuriates me. <laughs> and then the, because it, and then it is inevitably followed up by, I can feel your stress. It's like, well, I wasn't stressed until you told me to calm down. And now I want to strangle you with both hands. Calm down is used in a joking manner it sometimes. Is, I'm not oh. serious when I say calm down. Yes, it you is, are. It is a fun way to say. It's like, fun for who? There are different variations of calm down. Like, calm down. All right. Like, it's going to be fine. That is my, like, dismissing of you and, like, being like, calm down. And then there's times where you flip out. I'm like, calm down, okay? Let's talk it through. And then there's other times where I just want to push your buttons and I'm like, calm down. That's Do you know every iteration of it infuriates me? <laughs> there's, there's nothing that could make me less calm than you saying calm, calm. down. That's what makes it funny. It's not funny. Funny. So it funny. is so annoying. <laughs> it is. I would. I would get. I would pay a dollar. Calm down. All right. <laughs> I would pay ten dollars a day to have Steve never say that to me again. It makes me so mad. Calm down. <laughs> this podcast is going to be over it's so, real it's quick. It's so funny. Why? Why it, is it funny? Because it's not, the intent is not like, so what, if, if you're ever in a situation where I really need you to calm down and like you're upset or terrified or scared, I'm never going to say calm down. Whenever you really need to hear like you just need some comfort, I'm never going to say calm down. I always do it in a joking manner or I do it in like a, you're working yourself up and you're just telling me a story and you're going off on, I'm like, calm down. I, Let's talk it through. <laughs> I, it is a trigger but, for me. But I want – I guess what I'm saying is like it is not – in like when in a serious matter, I am never dismissing you with calm down. Yeah, I will say anytime we are having a conversation and you say calm down, it becomes a oh, serious lame. No, matter. it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It makes me no, so angry. Please never say those two words again. Let's find anything else you can say. You could say time out. You could say – um, I say slow down a lot too. 
Slow down is different okay, because then that's re- when I'm, I'm, ta- I'm talking really fast. When I say calm down, I'm like not really telling you to calm down. I'm like doing it to push your buttons okay, a little bit please. and entertain myself. I, I, can, I have this like ball of anxiety and anger in my chest right now just like Why? talking about this phrase because I get so mad about it. I get so well, mad about it. Don't say it. Calm down. Say it. <laughs> I will end you. <laughs> You know what you should do then. Is there anything? I'm going to squeeze this bottle. Oh, that's my. Oh, that feels so good. That was my water. That was my water can. I need a stress ball. That felt great. You're so strange. Um, is there anything that I say that bothers you? You broke it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Is there anything I say that bothers you? Um, will you just listen to me? Let's unpack that. Yeah. Can you just listen to me? Can you just pay attention? When I'm I- always listening to you constantly. There's times where you'd be like, "Hey, put your phone down. I need you to pay attention." And I and I do that. But you go, "Can you just listen? Can you just listen? I'm listening." You're listening, you're just not making eye contact. It doesn't me. upset me as and, much. I just know it's something tight. you say, but I I and then it's all about playing the game. What game? The game of marriage. Oh, marriage. You pick and choose where when you say, can you just listen to me? I'm like, I'm listening. But I'll be like, okay, yeah, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I did not think this question was going to cause so much angst. I dislike you right now. I very actively <laughs> dislike you right now. <laughs> do you want to do the rest by yourself? No. God, people like you. Megan from Canada. Thanks for. Yeah, thanks a lot, Megan. <laughs> hey, Megan, why don't you calm down? <laughs> Canadians are supposed to be nice. Oh, bring us man. together. You caused a rift. <laughs> a rift. I said rift. That's another thing. <laughs> when you correct my words. <laughs> I know you went to Ivy League okay, school. Okay, okay. And you studied business. Okay, let's, what if we go, what if we move on? Next question. Megan, that was a fun question. Thank you, Megan. It's not your fault that Steve and I have underlying issues we need to work through. We appreciate you. Next question. Hi, Ashley and Steve. This is Andy from Alabama. Hi. Uh, so my question is, if you had to get a tattoo of an emoji, which one would you pick and where would you get it? Looking forward to your answers. Love you. Mean it. Yeah. Andy, I appreciate you and I appreciate your question. This is a fun question. I have, I have like an actual serious answer. I know. I'll give a funny answer, but I have an actual. I have an actual answer. A dolphin on your ankle. What if someone (laughs) listening has the has a tattoo of a dolphin on their the emoji dolphin tattoo? Well, I don't know. If you have the emoji dolphin tattoo on your ankle, send us a picture, and we will argue that I'm right. That probably no one has one. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I have always wanted a tattoo that's the triple moon symbol. Like a waning moon, a full moon, and a waxing moon. Um, it means goddess. It stands for like the maiden, the mother, and the crow in the ancient Celtic religion. That's so rude. You're so rude. And I've always wanted to get it like on my right hip. So like even if I was wearing a bathing suit, like you wouldn't be able to see it. Um, I obviously have never gotten it. But I think it would be really cool. And there are moon emojis. And so that's what I would get. Um, 
But as a sillier answer to appease my husband, <laughs> I would get the. Would you wait? Hold on. If you would get that tattoo, would you go get like actual moons or would you get the emojis? Ideally, I wouldn't get the emoji. I would just get the outline. So it's like a crescent facing one way, a full moon and a crescent facing the other way. But if since the question was about emojis, that's how I answered it. I also, if I had to answer the question a sillier way, <laughs> I would get the yawning emoji and I would put it on the back of my right hand so that when I raised my hand to cover a yawn, you would also see the yawning face. And I would do it even when I didn't have to cover a yawn, when I wanted to express to someone like my husband <laughs> that I was bored with what he was saying. Steve, your answer? I bet it's going to be so good. <laughs> I would get the starstruck emoji uh, on my face. So every time I looked at my wife, she would understand that I'm starstruck by her. That wasn't going to be my answer, but I'm trying to be positive. I want the grimacing face. That's my favorite emoji. And I want to put it like. Wait, which one? You know, the one that's like. Oh, yeah. Like with that's all teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I want to put it like on my like chest. Or like my belly, like below or above my belly button. So whenever you take your shirt off, it's like, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I think the grimacing face is the most versatile uh, emoji because it can convey so many things like, ugh, bad joke. Or, ugh, did you hear what that guy said? Yeah. Ugh, I'm in a long line of traffic. Mm. Grimacing face emoji is really fun. You can put it under your armpit too. That would be funny. Why? It's like (laughs) something like this. I feel like, ugh, you see a face of like... <laughs> I like people I like the ones that are like on insides of wrists or like inside of the finger. I think Fingers those are cool. weird. I think a finger tattoo is weird. Really? Yeah, because you I think they're cool. I think it's weird. Like it's you kind of want to see something that means something. Wrist is to fine, you. yeah. There's um the other one I was considering was like the puzzle piece emoji. Um mostly just because I like puzzles, but I'd have to come up with like a reason. Where people are like, oh, what's that puzzle piece mean? I'd have to say, well, you know, life can seem it's like complicated, very- but, you know, uh, sometimes you're just missing one piece of the puzzle and then everything makes sense. I don't, I'd come up with something, but I like puzzles. Breaking news. And there's a cool dragon. I would probably get that dragon somewhere. Tattoos are, I like the disco guy too. I think he could be fun. He could, he could play somewhere. <laughs> Tattoos are an uh, interesting topic. I I will never get one. Mm-hmm. I think they're you're cool not a big fan of needles. No, I think they're cool as hell, and I think if you're really into them, they can look dope. Um, but yeah, not a chance for me. Yeah, you're not you're not a needle guy. That's okay. I think they're really cool. I always wanted one, but my mom always said she would disown me if I got one. Shout out to you, mom. <laughs> Shout out, mom. <laughs> All right, before we go, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. And crappies. I'm gonna go first because I got a big happy on my plate. Yeah. Guys, I have accepted a full-time position yeah. with just women's sports. You're wearing the sweatshirt right I'm now. Rocking the hoodie, the purple hoodie. It is awesome. I love this team. It's the company that I was uh kind of freelancing for a couple days a week for the last few weeks, and I decided to join them full time. So I am the new head of content and production. Keep an eye on us. We're going to be making some awesome stuff in the next couple months. And I'm so, so, so excited. Thank you guys for 
you know, kind of hanging in with me and like being so supportive during the months that I was laid off. Um, it's this community has meant so much and I'm so glad that I, you know, we've been able to stay in touch, I guess, is the stay connected is probably a better way of putting it. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as the future of Dear Ashley, we have a sponsor for at least three more episodes. Yeah, buy some wines. <laughs> so we can go buy usual wines, but so we're certainly doing doing those eps but we're gonna we're gonna try to keep doing it we really love it we're having a blast most of the time when we don't want to kill each other so we're gonna keep going right right yes of course what's your happy my happy is also related to that because you were so happy And, and i'm not bullshitting and i know we joked a bunch and we still probably won't dislike each other for the next 15 to 20 minutes after this podcast tapes but it's fun to see you like have some swagger and sit up higher in your chair and be excited to like attack the day. And that makes me really happy too. Cause you're good at what you do. And you're better than what most people who do it. And I'm excited at the prospects of just women's sports and what you're going to do there. It's exciting to me. And that makes me happy. Thank you. That's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, my crappy is I got a big old lupus flare. Yeah. And it's the worst it's been in a really long time, which stinks because I have been doing such a good job eating foods that are supposed to specifically fight um, inflammation. And so it kind of felt rude to get a flare when I was being so healthy and the first week of starting a new job. Um, so that really stunk, but the good news is modern medicine is amazing. And my doctor worked really closely with me to put me on some drugs and now I'm feeling better, but it was, it was a tough couple days. Um, and just, you know, shout out to everybody out there who's fighting stuff and trying to live their life and do their best while they're also tackling health issues. I see you guys and I respect you and I appreciate you. Yeah. You're crappy. My crappy is that, um, our son was a little bummed and is having a tough time the past few days with some emotions for a four-year-old. <laughs> uh, and I was driving him home from school after he had a bad day at school. I was like, buddy, what's wrong? Why are you not listening? And he goes, daddy. I'm like, what? And he's like, something's controlling me. That's And it made so me sad, sad, but it was also kind of hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean something's controlling me? He's like, it's not me. Somebody's controlling me. That's so sad. I laughed about it later, but at the time yeah. it was a bummer. Poor guy. We're, he's working on it. <laughs> it is really funny when you say it out loud. <laughs> it's. I mean, I wish I could explain all my bad behavior on somebody else. It would have been great. Like, hey, like in when you're in college, you're like, hey, why'd you? Uh, why the? Why are you guys having this underage party? You are only nineteen. Be like, I don't know. Someone's controlling me. <laughs> or like when you forgot to turn in a report at work. Be like, Steve. Why don't you turn this report in? Someone's controlling me. Ask them. <laughs> Just no leads on who it is. It best of luck best figuring of luck. it out. Someone is. I don't know. It works as an excuse for a four-year-old. So I'm going to find out. <laughs> but not when you're older. So, Austin, if you're listening to this in the year 2037. We love uh, you. Yeah, sure. We're going to get through this. I got that guy out of there. <laughs> He's not controlling you anymore. Okay, I think we are done here. Thank you guys so much for all of your questions. We appreciate them, and we appreciate you times infinity. 
Remember, if you want to support us, you can go to anchor.fm slash Dear Ashley. There is also a place there that lists a bunch of platforms where you can listen. All you have to do is hit play on a couple of them simultaneously, throw them up in different tabs, put them on mute, and then, you know what? No chores right now. Go sit outside and have a drink on your porch. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. It can be. But it could be like a sparkling water or it could be like a lemon water or, you know, something. But just sit outside in the sunshine somewhere and relax. Let this let this podcast play. Let us get those listens up and we will be very grateful. Or you can leave us a review, but definitely leave us a root. I shouldn't have said or. I will say definitely. Please do it. And <laughs> click five stars wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a review like Corman 9 did. It's so great that we still get to hear Ashley, exclamation point. Only request is please bring back Bachelor and Challenge recaps. I miss them so much. Five stars. Thanks, Corman. We tried it once. It wasn't fun. Insider <laughs> note, I think the season of Challenge kind of stinks. <laughs> I really I think it's getting better. I haven't watched the last two episodes. Follow along on Instagram and Reddit. Both are Dear Ashley Pod. You can call us at 929-399-4606. Or if the mere thought of leaving a voicemail terrifies you, write us an email at dearashleypod at gmail.com. Talk to you soon.